Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It is a game day Sunday on Sports Radio 90 time the game. Falcons in a rainy Charlotte where our Falcons insider reporter Joe Patrick is today. John Fricky along with uh, former Falcon Harper LaBelle as uh, we are now three hours from kickoff. In a game between uh, the Falcons and the 1-12 Carolina Panthers on the Wade Ford Tailgate Show, brought to you by Wade Ford, Atlanta's Ford dealer. Let's get an update now from Joe, who's in Charlotte, on the uh, injury situation, this injury report, brought to you by Fireshire from the W Sauce, bigger, better, bolder, now spicier. Visit the WSauce.com to find a Fireshire retailer near you and uh, I guess the injury report today Joe includes who's out for the Falcons who's questionable for the Falcons who's out for the Panthers who's questionable for the Panthers and who on the Panthers wants to quit (laughs) yeah and I feel like I may have jinxed the Falcons because I don't remember if it was last week or the week before I just had remarked that you know it seems like the Falcons had been pretty fortunate on the injury front uh, and that was came to an abrupt halt. Now the Falcons are really dealing with it. I think it's really uh, important to know just off the top, David Onyemata is going to miss again. I mean, he's such a crucial piece of this defensive line without Grady Jarrett. It's, that's going to be tough. Contavious Street also out. He was placed on IR, so he's going to miss the rest of the season for the Falcons. Now, if they do make the postseason, he would be eligible to come back for that one. Um, but that's also just a loss because he's kind of the backup for, for Grady Jarrett there. Uh, and then Caleb McGarry also going to be out at right tackle. Expect Storm Norton to start at right tackle for him, just as he did last week and did a decent job. <clears throat> There's a list of questionables for the Falcons that are all really interesting. As we talked about in the last segment, Jake Matthews and Chris Lindstrom, both listed as questionable, both expected to play as far as I know. Um, so that's good news for the Falcons. I, I would expect LaCale London to play too. He is questionable, but he's been a full participant in practice for the last two weeks. He was just coming off IR, and they were just kind of getting his conditioning up. So he'll definitely have an important part to play today, and he'll have to play a lot of snaps coming off of IR because of those guys we were mentioning, Onyemata and Contavia Street, not going to be available. And then a couple that I'm really interested in seeing, Nate Landman, he's going to be, again, a really important piece of this Falcons team today because you expect Carolina, like the Falcons, to just run the ball a ton in this weather. And Nate Landman has proven himself to be one of the best run-stopping defense uh, linebackers in the NFC so far this season. So that would be really big for the Falcons if he's able to play. And then Drew Dahlman, also listed as questionable, been a limited participant in practice all week this week for the Falcons. But, you know, I, I think that they really liked what they saw from Ryan Newsel last week 
and I, I wonder if they might just say, okay, well, if, you know, if Dolman's do, dealing with anything, we, we, maybe we just play Newsel, uh, just to not risk it. Or the other thing you could do is potentially play, start Dolman, and then you would have Newsel, um, to be able to come in if something, God forbid, were to happen to Chris Lindstrom because Nate, uh, uh, Newsel has cross trained as a guard, um, in training camps. So we'll see what happens there. That's with the Falcons. Let's just go straight on to the Panthers here, guys. Uh, Brian Burns is questionable as far as I can tell. It, I would expect him to play. He's been a limited participant in practice after missing uh, practice on Wednesday. But usually if you're limited Thursday, Friday, it's a pretty decent chance that you have an opportunity to play in this game. And I would think that if there's any, any chance he can go, he will. Uh, I think on positive news for the Falcons, Hayden Hurst is going to be out, still dealing with concussion symptoms. There was some questions thinking he might be back for this one. And I think it's just big for the Falcons because, first of all, Hayden Hurst scored against them in week one, the Panthers' only touchdown of that game. And also, this team has just been terrible against tight ends, uh, really, for the past two years. So anytime a team is shorthanded in that position, that's going to help out the Falcons a ton. Uh, several other questionables for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Deshaun Jameson, a, a defensive back, is, is questionable. He has not practiced all week, so I don't, doubt he'll play. Uh, just to run through a few other names, uh, Amari Barno, Sam Franklin Jr., Jamie Robinson, Xavier Woods, and uh, Yeter Gross Matos all listed as questionable um, and varying degrees of whether those guys will play or not. I would say one other thing to add to their injury list, um, as far as guys who will play, Marquise Haynes, uh, uh, who is an edge rusher who was unavailable for the team's first matchup in week one, uh, will be back. So if, they're, if they have Haynes and Brian Burns, that's going to be even something that they didn't have to deal with, uh, Tesla they didn't even have to deal with in week one. And we saw how much they struggled just against Brian Burns. Granted, that was mainly Kayla McGarry, who will not be playing in this one. But uh, certainly, I think the Falcons' offensive front and defensive front will have their hands full with these injuries they're dealing with. I, not, not to correct Joe here, uh, but just to, to kind of you know, modify Please. this, uh, Joe did say uh, that the Falcons have struggled against tight ends this year. Uh, uh, to be correct about it, the Falcons have struggled, uh, Harper, against tight ends since the second half of the 2012 NFC title game at the Georgia <laughs> Dome against San Francisco. <laughs> he, just he a slight correction there, uh, yeah. Joe. Yeah. Here, yeah, here's yeah, another thing. I, I, I had read that Hayden was put on IR and he's done for the rest of the year. He, he, oh, well, maybe they did do that. Maybe yeah. they did do that. I was just looking at the, their injury report, listing him as out in DNPs all week. And and it would make sense. Hey, he was Harper, dealing with some serious post-traumatic amnesia, so he still doesn't remember mm-hmm. the concussion at all. Like, that's pretty scary. Yeah. yeah, that is pretty scary. Hey, Harper, are you, you played on uh, uh, teams that at this point in the year, you know, week uh, 14 or so, uh, they, they're, they're, you were pretty much done. Okay, I mean, the season's pretty much over. And uh, did you ever witness, I, I'm not asking you to name names, but did you ever get into a situation where players, look, players love to play, they love the game, I understand that, but it, that it got so bad or so disappointing that some guys started to make business decisions about, oh, I've got an ankle and I really can't go. Well, between the trainers, yes, that has happened. The funniest story of, of, of all is when Clay Matthews became a, a Falcon and he told the story once, it was so bad in Cleveland that one of the guys showed up at the game, the last game of the year, it was a home game in Cleveland, and the guy had a U-Haul that he brought to the game. And when the game was over, I don't even think he took a shower. The guy just got straight in his car, and he took off, and he was out of there. He he was not coming back. He knew it, so it was over 
uh, well before. So he had already made a deal with uh, U-Haul to get all of his furniture, <laughs> his belongings, and uh, it was over. And it, it, th- those things do happen. Uh, in, in today's age, they make a little bit more money. They can wait a couple days before they uh, have to clean out the apartment. But, um, I, I, you know, I thought for a moment that Hayden Hurst was just saying, ah, I'm not even close to 100%. Uh, I'm just going to shut her down. And, and uh, it, when you when you mentioned other things that are a little more medically important, um, I, I, I have a different opinion about that now. But yes, it does happen, John. Well, he yeah, said I sure Hayden Hurst tweeted uh, uh, what was it like a couple weeks ago, like really excited. This was after basically the reports came out that he has was suffering from this post traumatic amnesia, and he was saying that he's you know excited to play again, working on his way back. And cause I think a lot of people saw that as almost a career ending thing, but uh, I think it's probably a smart move, honestly, for him. And I don't know whose decision it was ultimately, but probably the wise move, especially considering the spot they're in. Yeah. I can't imagine Joe uh, Patrick is in Charlotte that uh, for a couple more minutes here, and then he, we have to release him to go cover the game. Uh, Joe, um, like we're, like we're holding him. Uh, the um, <laughs> can't imagine there's going to be much any tailgating going on. I can't imagine the stadium would the stadium be half full today? I mean, you're one and twelve. You've lost six in a row, and it's raining. Have Have you guys seen these reports of the tickets on the resale market for this game? No. Apparently, no. apparently, there's tickets. There's many tickets you can buy for fifty cents on Ticketmaster. <laughs> I was going to say because, next to nothing. That is nothing. I mean that that is yeah. Uh, except for the fact I, you got to pay the, the the transaction fee here. You know, you, right? Better you just <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, the trans- just go, go on X and say anybody fee. got free tickets to the game today. <laughs> you can you know <laughs> share with me <laughs> the service fee. You know, the state and local income. I don't. I don't know. Um, yeah. No. I mean, I expect this building to basically be empty and like guys i'm sitting here still in my car i'm, I'm r- outside just kind of parked and it's coming down so hard at times it feels like you're in a car wash or something like i mean it is going to be way worse than it was in new york if you thought that game against the jets was bad in terms of the weather like that one at least cl- kind of cleared up a little bit it was still gloomy and everything but it wasn't as wet in that second half i think this one's just going to be a torrential torrential downpour the whole time and Honestly, it's like one of those things where you got to wonder if like the stadium can actually hold this amount of, of water. I'm kind of curious about the drainage at Bank of America Stadium, but uh, it, it is a serious kind of – it is probably the most uh, important factor in this game today. Like Even more than the two teams, I think the weather will have more of an influence, honestly. Well, there were times yeah, right, years uh, ago, Joe, uh, John, years ago, they would see Tampa. Remember the old sombrero where they would just show buckets of water mm-hmm. that was going cascading – Water falling down the steps, and and you'd see these people uh, uh, with with uh, plastic ponchos and whatever to try to protect themselves. I, I'm hoping there's a little contingency for uh, you know the Falcon fans that travel, and I hope we travel well, you know, for them to uh, take over the stadium. It sounds like we got a good opportunity to do that here today. <laughs> Define takeover. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna call I mean, you. Hey, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, because you're right. Uh, you just uh, maybe just go on and ask for free tickets on on, on the X there. All right, uh, Joe, enjoy. I would say enjoy the game here. Enjoy the uh, dry uh, conditions inside the box and all the free food and all oh, that yeah. good stuff. Uh, and uh, I appreciate your uh, jumping in here, uh, Joe Patrick, uh, joining us from uh, Charlotte here as we count down to kickoff between the Falcons and the Carolina Panthers. What is the worst weather you ever played in, Harper? Uh, snow. In the cold, you know, just where you can't, uh, you, you can't grip the ball right, and it just it's heavy and doesn't, um, 
it, it just doesn't – it's not a football. It's, it's a rock. It's just a big boulder that you're trying to transfer. Um, yeah, so th- those are to always that the point, toughest. When, because when, I wanted to ask you this earlier, when Youngway misses the two field goals, and we it's surprising, and people, you know, he said it was his fault. I'm like, dude, I mean, you didn't help, but it wasn't your fault. The automatic assumption is, oh, the kicker made a mistake. You know, having been on, you know, as part of that unit here, is that automatically the kicker's fault, or are there times where there's just a bad hold and the kicker's not going to sell the holder out? Or, or, or I mean, the snaps looked like they were good, when like it was snap was poor. Uh, you know, I, I'm not trying to blame the holder either here. Do you, what you saw of him, did he just mishit them? Well, the, the first one was a doink, right? He hits the upright, and that's a right. You know, it happens. His if he did not attempt those. Well, going into the game, he was at 96%. Now he's 89.3 with those two misses. The second one, what was it, 52, three yards, whatever, I think he didn't yep. get all of it and just may have uh, uh, scraped his toe just a little bit, and it went 50.1 yards instead of 53. It just He just didn't have enough on it. I don't know if it was a miss hit technically, but he didn't get all of it. So... Um, I, I don't know what to say. I know his comments were, yeah, it was my fault. And, and you know, he, he came back, and um, he will throughout the rest of the year. It'll be interesting to see how he kicks today, though, because it, 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 I bet you we don't even try one above 50 yards. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine you would. All right, it is the uh, Wait for Tailgate show as we count down to kickoff in rainy Charlotte between the Falcons and the Carolina Panthers. Some of the keys to the game coming up next with uh, Harper Lavelle and his thoughts about how you win a game that the Falcons cannot afford to lose. They cannot lose this game. Forget that it's a must-win. That's First down, Ritter wants to throw from the pocket. Steps up, deep shot for London. He makes the catch. Oh, my gosh. At the 30-yard line of Tampa, Drake London wins. Wrinkly brother. Come out harder than we, possibly, than we did this game. Come out harder than we ever did. Um... We could have set us up, set us ourselves up pretty, pretty well. Uh, and right now, we just got to go back in the lab and figure it out. Yeah, well, I, I mean that's kind of standard operating procedure when we're talking about you know coming out even hungrier and all that kind of good. You got to, I got to go back. We got to work it out. You know. Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, Harper, you've been in this. Uh, welcome back to the Wait for Tailgate Show, by the way. I should should mention this as we count down to kickoff between the the Falcons and the Panthers today. Uh, the uh, Wait for Tailgate Show uh, sponsored in part by Ticketmaster, <laughs> where you can get 50-cent tickets to the game today, apparently. Uh, Ticketmaster is the official ticket marketplace of the Falcons in the NFL. Literally 50-cent tickets to the game today. And I know it's coach speak or player speak. I get it. Um but we're all kind of sick of it. Uh, I, I, you know, I almost want somebody to say, "Look, I got nothing for you, but coach speak," or "I got nothing for you, but you know, on to on to Carolina, and <laughs> yeah. uh, we we we've got to clean that up, and uh, we've got to be better because nobody wants to hear that." Okay, I don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear it. Enough of this crap. It's not because it's not players like Drake London have to know. And they can't really because he's only been here a couple of years. 
that it's not taken in a vacuum. It's not about what happened against Tampa. It set Harper against what's happened not just against Arizona and Minnesota and Washington this year. It's set against what happened la- last year with the noodle arm quitter and the year before in the final year of Matt Ryan and the year before that when Coach Bro was melting down and back to and back to 28-3 to and back to and back to and back to. You know, if you're a longtime Falcon fan, it's not just, oh, now, oh, so it's about us. Yeah, it is, but not for us. You know, I've been a Falcons fan since 1975. 1975, okay? Steve Barkowski. Again, this is not. The the golden-armed, golden-haired Californian. How about that? I walked in with Steve Barkowski as, uh, you know, know, and Scott Hunter going, oh, I guess I'm, uh, you know, okay. Uh, So, I mean, for me. Somebody like me who's been watching the team for over 50 years, this isn't just something brand new. Uh, and so I, I'm just I'm up to here, and, and, and what I'm most frustrated about, and I know I have to hear from Arthur Smith here, is what I was talking about earlier about play calling because my frustration with Arthur Smith is he won't just – he's so afraid of making mistakes – you know, in your life, if you're afraid, you know, it's like if you're dating. Seriously, Harper, if you're afraid of saying the wrong thing to the girl that she'll get mad at you, or maybe your wife, and who knows, yeah. then you're not just going to be yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Yep, I do. It's not going to end and, up and being a good the, date. They're so afraid of doing the wrong thing that they just aren't themselves, whatever themselves are going to be. Well, think about the analytics. Now, do you want to hear from Arthur Smith, uh, Arthur first, or you want me to uh, chime in? No, 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 no. Go, go, go ahead and give me a little bit of analytics. Well, what Arthur normally does, he's a really analytical guy, right? And here's how we're going to win a ball game. Right. We're going to win a game by doing this. We're going to run three times. We're going to let Bajan run, and then we're going to let uh, Tyler run. We're going to have Cordella come in. We're going to pass here. We're gonna, we've got a system, and it will work. And then all of a sudden, it's second and eight. And then we have an incomplete pass. It's third and eight. And that's not part of the plan. And so you got to think outside the box a little more. Um, you know, we can't get five on third and eight because that's basically well, why don't you just punt on first down? You get the same result. Just punt on first down if that's the way you're going to do it. And they used to play that way right. back in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. However, when it does work, now you can control the clock. You get to keep the defense off the field. You, you, you do so many other things. But it doesn't always work, and that's the thing is I think why we're so frustrated is because it it becomes second and eight and third and eight, um, and you're not able to get the ball in the red zone into the end zone. Uh, just so many different ways of, of, of being frustrated that add up to 50-something years of, of – when's it going to turn around? When are we going to finally get our championship – how are we going to build towards that? What's the progress? That's what your uh, basic question was at the beginning of the show. Well, but Where's there the have progress? been times. I mean, I mean, 1980 with Barkowski, where I still think they were the best team in the NFL, and he's throwing bombs to Wallace Francis and Alfred Jenkins and to Billy White Shoes and the Grits uh, Blitz of 77 and Michael Vick years, uh, you know, uh, Michael Bernard Turner, you know, I mean, uh, Michael Turner. I mean, look, Dirty Birds. Yeah, we've had some, we've had some times. Dirty Birds with Jamal, and of course, you know, two thousand, you know, ill fated twenty eight to three season where we're you know five hundred and fifteen points wherever we score. There were times where the team played loose, played like it was a a winner, and and I just think that it's almost all right. This is how my mind goes. It's almost like okay, if you lose today, and Mister Mister Blank, sir, if you are listening by any chance this morning. 
I, I, I'm not you. You, uh, you are a multi-millionaire billionaire who has built a, you know, a show palace, and, and you know far more than I do. I, I understand that. But if I were Arthur Blank or I own the team, and we were to lose today, God forbid, uh, I think I would uh, call everybody in and go, look, everybody needs to relax. This is what I want to see the final three games. Arthur, turn the play calling over to somebody, and I want because I think you have young horses, and you ha- you're putting a leash on these horses of the Bijans and Tylers and Drakes and even Ritter and Kyle, and I'm going to say. Just play fast. Let them go fast because I, I, I need them to, to, Harper, I need them to stop thinking about what they're doing and just play loose and go out and play backyard football because I even mentioned it at one point. I said, boy, doesn't Desmond Ritter look different when all of a sudden for that brief moment of time, like that one touchdown pass that he threw uh, to, um, to uh, Bijan where he's kind of making it up, when they just play backyard football, they seem to be kind of relaxed and into it rather than, oh, okay, what are we doing here? And uh, I've got to break it down, and, and, and we have to block here. It's like the difference if you play golf between playing golf and playing golf swing. If you're playing golf swing, you're out there thinking, all right, I got to keep this arm straight, this leg, and okay, you know, you're not playing golf. You're not focusing on the shot. You're focusing on all the wrong things. And at times, that's what it seems like this team does. Yeah, there's a there's a point there that makes perfect sense and is a truism, John. And what you sometimes, if you're playing not to make a mistake, you end up making the mistake. You're so worried about not doing something incorrectly that you end up doing it incorrectly. Gosh, I'm so worried about getting a hundred on the test that you don't get a hundred because you're too busy worried about. Well, it could be B. And it might be C. I, I just don't know which one. I'm overthinking this. I'm overreacting to this. I'm overcoaching this. I'm overplaying. Um, yeah, there are aspects of that that happen a lot. And uh, what would it take to free the guys up? You know, do you go over the top and and get a 60 yard completion that gets everybody moving down the field? Can you do it again? No, it's not. It, it's not that simple. I think it's. I think it's an attitudinal change in the play calling. Like, I right, look. If you think about, all right, if I say to you, what quarterback, and I'm going to see, I'm gonna be interested to see if you say the same thing, uh, Harper, what quarterback in the history of the NFL, in the modern history of the NFL in the last uh, 30 years here, had, if I say to you, play with the uh, most abandoned, and, and I'm not talking about Patrick Mahomes, but I mean, just, I couldn't care less, I'm going to throw it up there, let's see what happens, uh, and, uh, and if it's something bad happening, what, so what, I'll, I'll get it back. Who does that strike you as? First, first uh, answer, not- Brett Favre. Exactly. Brett Favre. That's exactly who I was trying to get to. Because Brett Favre used to say, look, I'll throw it 50 yards downfield. If they pick it off, what do I care? It's a punt. I mean, and then I'll get it back. (laughs) Well, when I was in training camp there, John, I'll tell you, Mike Holmgren would be steamy upset at different guys on the team, but he would get mad at four. What are you doing? That is not the way that this play is designed. And Brett would kind of hear that, but also in one ear, he'd let it go. McMahon was another guy like that. I... I know I'm better than what this system is. I can make this. I can help this team score. Jim Jim was another guy. Now Jim was didn't have nearly the the, the speed um, or the arm strength as Brett did, but he was another one of those guys. Throw an interception, he didn't care, especially with that defense in '85, '86. Oh my goodness, we'll get it back. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, Brett used to just say, "Hey, listen, if I throw 50 yards downfield and he gets biggest punt, it's just a punt." You want to flip the field? Okay. And then maybe I get a PI call or maybe I get a tip up and or maybe I get a reception and 
Yeah, I get six points, you know. I but he he just played with a kind of backyard. There was no backyard quarterback. I mean, Pat, Patrick Mahomes is a bit of Favre in him in the backyard quarterback kind of thing, uh, and that you know not the kind of structured thing. And you have what you have is a structured head coach, and I think a quarterback who wants to kind of play a little bit of backyard that he's kind of comfortable because I think I've seen times where Desmond Ritter kind of loosens up and plays a little backyard, you know, when a play breaks down and, you know, he can – so if you let him play a little bit, you got you got young, you know, Thundercats on this team and, and you got to take the leash off. And, and I don't under, quite understand why they don't. And I think it's just the fear of making a mistake overrides – the desire of trying to hit a home run. Well, and I'll throw this in. That's where I think lies the problem. Allow me to add this also, John, is with Brett, especially when they started going consistently to the playoffs or uh, in the same division when you've got, not same division, same conference, when you've got San Francisco, you've got Dallas during those same times. Good defenses that would allow you to make a mistake and you're not going to lose the game because of it. Defense is going to get you back. We're close. Yeah. We're, right. we're not there yet. Now, thank goodness uh, Jesse Bates is playing on our team. He, he had a, a great game against Bryce Young in week one. Welcome to the club, right? Welcome to the NFL here in Atlanta. And with the interceptions and everything else that he did, help us defensively just change the mantra, the, mo- the motto of, of uh, how we play. Go ahead. You make a mistake against us, you're going to pay for it. And we haven't had a lot of those, but uh, Jesse, in my opinion, he's a Pro Bowler this year. He's he's played fantastic. But you have a quarterback oh, that no, he's does... been he's been he's been tremendous. Okay, I thought fantastic was okay. Tremendous is better. It's higher in the scale. I'll I'll go with that. Absolutely, it's fine. Yeah, no, and see again, I understand the concept of having a young quarterback lean on your defense, run the ball. It's what you wanted to do. You had a quarterback last year that had a noodle arm. That's the only thing you could do. And I get that insofar as the defense is doing its job. But now because of the injuries that have happened to Grady Jarrett and Troy Anderson and some of the other issues that have happened, and and the defense has done a decent job this year, and they have been a better defense, there's no question. I don't think that they've been as good a defense as I think I would have hoped, and they have broken down in late-game situations. Let's not forget, you can sit here and talk about all the numbers you want to talk about, but they broke down against Kyler Murray, they broke down against Josh Dobbs, they got beat by Sam Howell, they broke down again last week, they have break... You are putting yourself in a position. Hey, they almost broke down against the New York Jets for crying out loud and Trevor Simeon. So I cannot lean on that defense right now, which says to me, maybe I got to change my attitude a little bit and I got to kind of lean on my offense. Now, today is a different story. It's going to be pouring rain. It's not an excuse. Uh, but because, you know, I, I don't think they, I'd be surprised if, you know, if what Joe is telling us, if the total number of passes in the game exceeds 40. Yeah, that, I, I'm just not sure if the weather lightens up. You know, it's not a downpour all throughout, then the ball will be in the air a little bit more. Absolutely. But I agree with you. Yeah, if it is, if it's downpour, we're going to run. And we're going to try to control the line of scrimmage and, and do everything we can against a pretty good defensive front. Um, man, do you run at Brian Burns or do you run away from him? I don't know. I don't, I don't know how you're going to answer that. Uh, he had seven tackles, two sacks last time that we played against him. He he's a he's a man child, tough to block. 
This portion of the Wayport Tailgate Show is brought to you by the Man Cave Store in Norcross. Family, friends, fun, visit mancavestore.com. What uh, Arthur Smith said about taking on the Panthers and Harper's keys to the game coming up next as we count down to kickoff in Charlotte between the Falcons and the Panthers on the Falcons. Top of the hour, we join the network, Mike Johnson and Chris Goforth with the network pregame show. A little over about two hours and 20 minutes away from kickoff in Charlotte, West Durham. Dave Archer on the call in a game that the Atlanta Falcons not only must win, they can't lose. I mean, they just cannot lose this game. If they lose the game, we might be talking next week about our season bordering on being over. And if they win the game, they could be in first place. That's how tight things are when you have a three-way tie at the top of the division between the Bucks, who are technically by tiebreaker in first place at six and seven, the Falcons by tiebreaker in second place at six and seven, and Stinky Town in third place, losing tiebreakers to both so far. Uh, and so three teams at six and seven, and it's another horse race like it was last year down the final, uh, you know what, five games of the year, four, four games of the year, I guess, four games of the season. And so the uh, the Falcons uh, going to a team that's lost six straight games. It's fired its head coach. Uh, that's one in twelve. Uh, whose owner is just livid. It's going to be pouring rain. You can get tickets for fifty cents. Literally, Joe Patrick said fifty cents. And that's not like kind of jokey. That no, that's what they're going for because there's going to be nobody at this game. There won't be ten thousand people in the stands if it's pouring rain. Half of those may be Falcons fans. Yeah, Falcons home game. All right. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, you know, I, you got to charge something, if John. You lose this game. You got to charge something, and they're going to charge uh, four bits, not two. Four Man. bits. Four bits. You know, I mean, uh, the tailgate show is sponsored in part by the breakfast sauce from the makers of the W sauce. So good, you'll want breakfast all day long. Actually, is what I'm going to have here in about 20 minutes. Visit the wsauce.com to find a breakfast. Uh, Try that again, John. Visit the WSauce.com to find a breakfast sauce retailer near you. Here is um, Arthur Smith talking about taking on the Panthers today. I feel pretty good about the way they ran the ball yesterday. Um, obviously, looking at some of the things that they earned us yesterday, that would be something we've got to shut down. Um, you know, they kind of changed a little bit the style uh, you know, from what they were doing buddy. Defensively, they were playing solid. I think they're bound. If there was anybody inside, we got to block him. That'll start there. Uh, we got to work cut out for us. It's the NFL. We all know that. Uh, Chris, Alex, this is what happens when we get this is the most important game of the season. So we'll be uh, make sure we play really well. Yeah, I, I guess you have to say something about a team that's one at twelve. You try, you know, I mean, you can't just go. You know, they're one at twelve. They lost six in a row. They fired their coach. They suck. You can't say that. I get it, but that. The truth. Really all good right, team, solid. They're solid in all three areas. They're well coached. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's your coach speak. They say you know you're not going to say blah, anything. Blah blah blah, blah blah blah. Yeah, you know Brian Burns probably ought to just consider not playing because you know make a business decision and move on because you're leaving at the end of the year. In the portal, he anyway. wants to go in the portal. He does. Uh, you got your trusty little notebook. It's actually not a little notebook that Harper has. It's a loaded notebook. So, Harper, I'm going to give you a few minutes here. Uh, break this down. Give me your keys to the game. How did the Falcons actually not blow this one? 
Well, ball control, John. That's a key for wet, rainy games uh, in December. You, you, you got to get a turnover. You had a couple last week, or excuse me, when we played them uh, earlier in the season, you had a couple. Um, the game was tied at the end of the first, second, and third quarter. It was 0-0, 7-7 at the half. It was 10-10 at the end of third. So it was a close game. And I think there's a different momentum in the Carolina locker room now than there was back then. Beginning of the seasons, hey, we got a chance, and now it's, uh, I don't know. So if you can score early and often and just shut them down, uh, you may win the game at the end of the first quarter, if you know what I mean. You have a chance to do so. And as you said, John, I like the way you phrased it. Uh, this is a game we cannot lose. It's not we, we cannot lose. And if we do win this ball game, I'm hoping that John's going to step off the edge of the the, the, the ledge and, and uh, you know, think that we still have a chance because we do. We win this game and Tampa goes up to uh, Green Bay and loses up there. Guess what? We're in first place again. Uh, I'm not sure how the Swampers will do. Here's my issue. Last week, Carolina ran for 204 yards against mm-hmm. – okay – well, we ran for about 200 yards against him just the week earlier. So I think New York will be running for 300 yards today with Saquon. He might have the, the game of the year because Saints can't stop the run. Uh, I think we'll do a much better job than what uh, New Orleans did. Remember, Carolina saw our film the week before, and when we ran the ball all over the Saints, they decided to do the same thing. They had great success. So stopping the run for obvious reasons, we got to be able to do that. I'm looking for a big play in special teams, John, hopefully we get a nice return, maybe two or three, get five, ten. Now that's average. Let's get a 30 or 50-yard return. And Hecker had a problem last week. He had uh, some issues, so maybe we get to block a punt as well. We do all that. Um, we'll be we'll be smiling at the end of the day, very, very happy with the way the Falcons played. And for me, I'm looking for the Falcons to <clears> – <throat> You know, quit. They got to get out of their own heads. I, I'm I'm absolutely stone cold convinced, and last week was the proof of it to me that this team is. We have a little square peg, round hole thing going on on the offense of this team. We have a coach who wants to be old school, pound the rock, control the game. Which there's nothing wrong with that. I I, I say this because. It's almost like you have coaches who would walk in. I'll use a basketball reference, Harper. Mm-hmm. Coach walks in, a brand-new coach. He walks in, he sees his team, and he has six seven-foot-two guys. And he looks at them and says, wow, I got six seven-foot-two guys. Hey, guys, I want you to know what kind of coach I am. We are a three-point bombing team. We're going to shoot 53-pointers. But, Coach, we have six seven-foot-two players. Well, I don't care. That's not what I am. Uh, all right. You got to dance with what brung you. And I think, again, I really believe what brung this team isn't necessarily a pound the rock running team. I think it was, it had to be last year because they had no other option. I think now with, with Ritter and with, with these young, you know, kind of wide open guys, to let the young kids run, that kids is the wrong term, to let the young stars run and let them loose, I, I think we see, we see flashes of it, right? We see flashes of it from Bijan. Flashes of it from Drake. I even see Harper flashes of it from Kyle Pitts, who looks like he wants to kind of break out. It's like, okay, let him go. You know, it's like we keep saddling them in and then pulling the reins 
when I think we should just let them go and and see what happens. I, I'm stuck on this, I know, but it's only because it's exactly what I see. And if this team is going to have any success moving forward, and again, today it becomes a little bit more difficult because of the nature of the conditions of the game that we are talking about and Joe saying it's pouring rain and it could be a monsoon through the game. So I understand that. But if this team is going to have, if they do win today, any success beyond today when we hope the weather gets a little bit better, they're going to have a couple of dome games. They're going to have a dome game at home against the Colts. Then they're going to have a game in Chicago. And who the hell knows what that's going to be like on New Year's Eve day. And then, of course, they're going down to the swamp where the only thing we can be certain of is it's going to smell like crap. Uh, aside of that, it's... Other know, than that, John. Uh, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, of, how'd you like to play? <laughs> all of it's in front of you still. Even yeah. though you, you blew the game last week, it's still in front of you. Yeah, you gotta, you got to get a little bit of help. But you got to win out. You have to win the final four games. Hey, John, and, if we get behind fourteen uh, nothing, uh, are you throwing uh, socks and other soft things at your your big screen, or turning it off, or are you going to go? This is going to be a great comeback. We just we just need to we just need another few minutes to warm up. We're fine. We're going to be okay. Fourteen nothing at the end of uh, uh, at the end of the first quarter. Where are you? No, I, I, I'm sitting in my easy chair slumping and considering whether or not I'm going to tweet, you know, <laughs> Bad you know <laughs> memes of, you know, trash cans on fire and, you know, which is my way of saying there got to be changes. Okay. 14 <laughs> nothing. we're ahead at the end of the first quarter. Are you, uh, man, I love this team. No, I don't trust the team. Okay. I'm not saying nothing. Fair I'm enough. Say, right. I'm sitting there going, okay, you know, all right, good, good for you. I have I haven't learned to trust them yet. I I have no no trust in the team right now. Sorry, well, Harper. I just don't. Yeah. Last week, uh, come on, got the lead. Two minutes left to yep. go in the ball. Not even two minutes left to go. Oops. Yep. Yeah. You know. Oops. Hey, we got the. You know. You know, twenty three still rings in the in the ears of all of us. You know, for for trust with this franchise, it just does. It's just true. Well, win the games you got to win, and this is one of those ones you got to win this game because you can. Uh, you're against the worst team you in the can't, league. You yeah. can't lose it, right? You can't lose it. I mean, for the sake of the franchise, you cannot lose this game. It is the Wade Ford Tailgate Show. We're taking you to the top of the hour. The network uh, coverage as we join the Atlanta Falcons Radio Network, and of course, uh, the um, Mike Johnson, Chris Goforth duo, and that takes us to the um, broadcast itself with uh, Wes and Dave. From Charlotte, North Carolina today as the Falcons take on the Carolina Panthers in the uh, second meeting between these two. Falcons won the opener 24-10 on opening day. Quick break when we get back in a moment. Well, we only have about a minute left here with Harper and I before we turn it over to Mike Johnson and Chris Goforth in the network. Today, Falcons of Carolina, 1 o'clock kick, also a 1 o'clock kick. Tampa Bay Bucks in Green Bay, 1 o'clock kick. Uh, for the Swampers and the Giants and uh, the Kansas City Chiefs today, uh, we'll see if they're crying when they play the uh, New England Patriots because that's all they do anymore. Um, all right, final prediction on the game. We've got a minute left here. Harper, what do you think happens today? Give me your kind of prediction and final score. Well, what I want to see happen that I hope has all throughout the week is that the coaches, the coordinators, and the players themselves kind of kick themselves in the butt and go, let's go. This is us. There's no reason on God's green earth why we shouldn't dominate this team and beat them even worse than what we did in the first week. It was 24-10. to 10. So I'm thinking 27-14 maybe, 
uh, give or take because of the weather. I don't think we maybe. I'm not sure if we score that many points, but uh, internally, every player has to take it upon himself. This is when I become a pro and for this season, and it, we, we you can depend on me. I've got this. I think they're going to win the game. It's going to look a lot like the Jets game two weeks ago. Okay, like seventy to seven. Ugly, but effective. Like my dating life in college. Anyway, uh, we turn it over to the network. And Mike Johnson and Chris Goforth, our thanks to Noel White. Thank this you, has been the Wait For Tailgate Show on Sports Radio 99 The Game. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Let's go, Falcons. So London the catch, and he got knocked down at the five, and the ball game is over. And the game is going to end with the Buccaneers winning 29-25. to 25. It was another close loss for our Falcons. Now, with four games left to play, we know what must be done. Even after the loss, we're T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.